Welcome to this episode of Sexually Archaic Nightmares. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I, I have, I'm going to have a fun time unpacking that one. Uh, that re- you know what that reminds me of? That immediately just reminds me of like uh, that old goth talk skit on uh, SNL back in the day with Molly Shannon and Chris Kattan. You know, it's like, hello, I'm Cersei Nightshade and I'm Azrael Abyss. Welcome to Goth Talk. Basically, yes. <laughs> yes, that's sort of. I feel like that's got to be. Uh, that's that's one of their things in there. We're just drinking. We're drinking darker than dark coffee. Yes. Is we're, it strong? Is it good? It's good. It's very good. Yes. We're sitting in uh, Kyle's living room. The living room of a legitimate psychopath. <laughs> Correct. The address is. is no, I'm just playing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like if you can infer it, all the clues are there. It's up to you to find them. That name, by the way, comes to us from someone who has given us multiple good names, and that is Fernando Commando, which I found out that the Nando in Nando Commando stands for Fernando. That's interesting. Yeah, hmm. wild how that I works. I wouldn't have guessed that. And I found that out because I was like, hey, man, what the fuck is up with Nando? And then he told me. Yeah. So there you go. You dumbass. It's Fernando. I think I follow a YouTube channel of a <laughs> guy who's like Nando movies or something, and now I'm like, that guy's name is probably Fernando. Probably Fernando. Okay. Uh it was a guy a long time ago, Alamo Draft House. It's a little, it's a little early yeah. right now. It feels a little bit early in the yes. morning. I feel like we are doing a pretty good job of like faking it. Yeah, yeah. But certainly want to make it super clear that the quality of this podcast, yes, is definitely going to be about average of what we do, which is subpar. Yes, from mm-hmm. every other cast out there. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to be uh, filled with. Uh, uh, like reinvested in the podcast because the circumstances have changed because we're in the living room uh, at my place there's an there's a different energy about it the acoustics are obviously different no doubt you at home yeah. can hear that pretty clearly chirp, chirp. see exactly you hear that echo you hear that echo see <laughs> chase is in a dead spot unfortunately <laughs> chase, the, the the spot where chase is sitting is actually a whisper spot he yes. can he can whisper and someone in in Dallas, Texas can hear him speak. <laughs> Some poor bastard is like, whose voice is that? Who just chirped? <laughs> Take it off. <laughs> uh. So yeah, um, a, a lot has happened this week, guys. Yeah. And strangely enough, it's it's this is kind of a weird scenario that we've put ourselves in because mm. usually what happens is a competition occurs over the weekend. And, we mm. record the following week. And then that episode comes out the week after that. So mm-hmm. now it's a Sunday morning, and there have been two competitions <laughs> since the last time we recorded. There's so oh, much fitness shit, happening. There has. I totally There's Australian about CrossFit now. Championship and Fittest in Cape Town. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So we're actually going to be... And Armin's going to do very accurate strangely. Australian and South African accents that will sound completely different from each other the whole time. You know, my Australian accent is decent. Yeah. My South African accent, not there. Not there. I don't, I don't know what that sounds like. Um, it's it's like a mix of clicks and chirps. Yes, you well, have, you, you've heard you've heard Deantwerd, right? Exactly. You just you, you just <laughs> yell Yolandi Fussa, and then you just that's it. That's all you have to do, right? That actually doesn't that doesn't sound too far off. No, it doesn't sound too far off at all. Yeah, um, yeah. So we had we had two we had two sanctioned events, guys. We mm-hmm. had the the Australian CrossFit Championship, mm-hmm. which was won by James Newbury. James Newbury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Getting out of the bush to come out and win another <laughs> sanctioned event. Dude, his hair's dope. His hair is dope. He has like dreadlocks. But it's he has like the, the white guy. So what? he has like the white guy top knot, uh-huh. but it's dreadlocks. Okay. And oh, he, did he grow he, this in the last year? I think he He's had it. Since the he had the hair at the games, but it was like braided at the games. Mm. So he he went he went dreads, which is 
pretty like he sick. Leveled up. He's going full he Sam up. Dancer. Yeah, so it, looks, be, it looks great. He could be a SoundCloud rapper with it. Nice. Honestly, he has great tattoos <clears throat> on his face. Yes, he does not have tattoos on his mm-hmm. face yet. You heard it here first. Tattoos on his face. Goddamn mm-hmm. right. <laughs> go the lead, go the Lee would. Priest route, like his fellow Australian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, there are Australians with face tattoos. Oh yeah, Lee Priest, man. The mm-hmm. you know the bodybuilder has all sorts of face tattoos. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Isn't the duck points? What in competition? Do they like take points off for having face tats in mm-hmm. bodybuilding comps? No. No, huh. so. Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> oh, again, he's retired. He oh, doesn't compete shit. anymore. But mm. he's still really jacked. And he's more badass than ever. Nice. So that's all that's important. Yeah, you add those yeah. face tattoos. He's like, I've already pushed the rest of my body to the most extreme I can. What, where, where is there any more room to go? I know. Face tattoos. Not, not just face tattoos, but working its way all the way to eyelid. On the Ooh. eyelid. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think Armin's going to insert a picture of Lee Priest, right? Here, okay. See, see, that's not as bad as I was expecting. Oh, it to yeah. be. but it's the wrong picture because he picked one when he was 16, and he had no <laughs> tattoos at all. Because so, his arm's not great at finding stock photos. So, but you'll believe us, folks. You can imagine. Yeah, there we go. That's the right. <laughs> there photo. we go. That's, that's the right picture. photo. Okay, that's the right photo. Yeah, nice. we finally got it. That's yeah. great. Uh, we also have a fifth guest. Yes. We have a fifth host. We have a co-host, so another co-host on this episode. Oh, yeah. And that is uh, just went down on a girl in her period picture right there. <laughs> oh yes, yes. Sorry, oh, Mom. Shit. Yeah. it's quentin tarantino fest right, i was thinking right. it was cutie uh-huh. fest yes, oh no for cuties for, for just cutie. cutie pies in fact that what a, a cutie pie festival and for those uh for those uh for those just listening oh, there's damn. a poster for the greatest film festival uh ever which was uh cutie fest where mm-hmm. quentin tarantino would come to the alamo draft house and host a whole bunch of movies for uh Several days, and coincidentally, I found my most prized possession, which is my best of QT Fest t shirt. Yeah, which you could only got if you actually were there for every single goddamn movie, including the 24 hour all night uh, movie marathon day of that. I'm surprised that the poster isn't actually a bloody Asian lady's foot. That would make more yeah, sense no, that would, that would what it is. That would check all the boxes. All, all the, the boxes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Punched. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it because he's it. into feet. He sure he's is. Oh, yeah. 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 Anyway. Good for that guy. Now that we've we've done all of our our uh, our jokes around the environment we're in, mm. should we talk about... Are we done with those jokes, by the way? I don't know. Yo, are we finished there? Uh, I'm good. Look at the amount of fitness we have going on here. <laughs> oh, we here, have... We got a, a Concept2 rower in the room. Yeah. We have a, a weight belt that Armin recommended Damn, that I've been nice. using. It is heavy as shit. Yeah, it's a great belt. It's it's so heavy. Not good for fitness. That. Great for strength work. Yes, very good. I, I, did I tell you about how I got stuck in it? You did it's tell me about how you so got stuck rigid. It. Yes, yeah. it's so rigid. Yes, it's so rigid that I, I, I tightened it and mm-hmm. I did my squats. And I was like, did my first set and I was very tired and out of breath. Didn't have a lot of uh, effort that I was willing to put into things and then couldn't get it off. Realized it was going to take a big old hoof to get I, it I, off. That same thing almost happened yeah, to yeah. me. The, the two pood one, whenever the Velcro gives out, uh-huh. it has like a double lock system. Mm. So if you pull it too tight and you, and you and do Velcro a pops. whole bunch of squats and you're out of breath, you were fucked. Yeah, it was like but it felt like I was drowning for a minute. You. Yeah, it was yeah, terrifying. Right. Those, things are, those things are gnarly. But once they break in, mm-hmm. supple. Nice. Leather. Nice. And to so round it out, and to round it out, guys, we have. I think it's probably visible, but we have a. This wasn't even planned, but a Go Ruck, uh, overpriced rucking backpack. Oh shit! Uh, you're right here. It looks like the, there's a the Rick room. Voodoo doll. There is the a shelf. Rick Voodoo doll <laughs> right there. Oh, where is it? Oh yeah, there it is. Oh yeah, yeah. I mm-hmm. think Stephanie Hutner got, uh, bought, got that one time when I was having a birthday party. Shout so, out Stephanie Hutner. And then we have a pickle Rick social security number. So somewhere, <laughs> so we got a lot of Ricks around. That's good. 
That's good. And know. behind the camera, and that people watching this and listening to this can't see, but we're going to describe it. What I'm staring at right now. <laughs> Dead crack is, whore. Is just laying <laughs> <slain there, laughs> on the floor. None of you can see it, so Fucking we have plausible flies. deniability. You might maggots. be able to smell it, though. <laughs> uh, the maggots actually you can't aren't see, eating the body. smell, so you guys are protected from it. Yeah, oh, there's, shit. There's a wall of headshots of uh, of many handsome actors. Not a single actress on it, by the way. It's just many handsome actors. From uh, Kevin Costner. Yep. Who's the brown guy with black hair? To Michael Keaton. Which one? Brown guy with black hair. Oh, it's hair. Michael Keaton. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah he's just really tan. Just Good super tan him. Michael Keaton. Cushion uh, Slater. No one will have any idea nope. what we're talking about. I have a bunch of Hollywood headshots on yeah. my wall is what, I'm, is what they're, yeah. what they're no, describing. They're just heads. Yep, it's just, just heads. the heads of Christian Slater. Just, sever, just Christian severed Slater's heads. severed head. Dear anyway, forever. so now that that's out of the way, I just yeah. thought we could just get that out of the way so we could actually talk some fitness. Well, don't forget about the fact that behind you and possibly on camera, you have Last Action Hero. Uh, don't change that. Uh, what was it called? Where, where John Ritter goes into the television? Oh, stay tuned. Stay right? tuned. Uh, and then uh, The Verdict and Thief. See, we got a lot of promotional stills on the walls in here is what I'm saying. Coming out this summer. This summer. Thief. Yes. Starring that guy. That guy. Sonny. James Conn. James Sonny from James The Godfather. And Jim Belushi. Yes. Uh, okay. So yeah. then fittest in... Oh, yeah. Australian CrossFit Championship. That's what we were talking about. Yeah. Because the James Newberry won. Was there as well. Con Porter was there on a team, on Project team. X, which is uh, coached by Bobby D, Big Bad Bobby D. Yeah. Raw strength and conditioning. Raw right? strength and conditioning. Bobby D, fun facts about mm-hmm. Bobby D. He's jacked as fuck. Jacked as fuck, super fucking fit. Used to coach uh, James Newbury, used to coach Brent Patrick, uh, no, Brent Fikowski. Brent yep. Fikowski. Um, and uh, was in the top 10 in the open one year. Mm-hmm. That's right. You didn't know that. There's a fun fact for you. Sense. But also. Uh, is super secret um, fitness as well as super secret like work. Like you can't really talk about what he does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like it's like real work. Is like career before fitness was like super top secret. So Bobby D, dangerous man. Don't fuck with him. Is all I'm trying Shane to say. Shane killed people for the government. I don't know if that's. I I can neither confirm nor deny. But all I know is that Bobby is uh, is very nice. He's nice he's, to he's me. A veteran he's of the fit. Great Wallaby Wars um, of 1984. <laughs> great Wallaby Wars. Yes. Tell me that's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me there actually was a war between the, ripping the, the fucking heads off of wallabies. The people yes. of Australia at night at night when he's alone and no one else is in the house. The dead wallabies, which he killed show up to haunt him a la true detective oh, i can still hear the scream <laughs> he was, in fairness he was on the front lines of the rocco offensive uh, i just yeah, picture fantastic. him chugging down a fucking wallabies like like rips the head off and then just tips its head its whole That's, body yeah. right before he goes to bed God it's like doing a shoey where they pour the beer into the shoe to celebrate <laughs> except to just rip the head off yes. of a wallaby and ring it into their mouth so I all it was a tv commercial what we're saying is that all Australians are vampires, but they can only survive on wallaby blood. That's what we're yeah. saying. If it was a TV commercial, it would be a commercial for, like, milk. Yeah. Yeah. Like, tear the head off a wallaby, got squeeze milk? it, and got milk, mate. <laughs> if not, drink wallaby blood. <laughs> Your South African accent is terrible. Con- <laughs> consume wallaby blood, you sick cunt. Let's do this. Uh, you anyway. You sound like... Rick. Fucking Rick. Rick from the morning. Get in the car. No, I don't want to sound like that. Uh, we're going to get in the green cube. Oh, on the, on the female side of things, 
uh, Sam Briggs yeah. murdered every fucking body. She murked the field. She, she only, literally won almost every she event. She won every event except for one in which she took second by like three and a half seconds. Fuck yeah. me. So wait, since she's already qualified for uh, from the other thingy, uh, who does second place in this event? Correct. Well, who's second place? Oh, Maddie Sturt. Maddie Sturt. Three-time wow. CrossFit Games athlete, Maddie Sturt. Nice. Good That's right. Her. So um, how she still look like she's only like 14 years old? Yeah. I don't know. She's just wallaby a small woman. <laughs> she doesn't consume <laughs> enough wallaby blood. She bathes in wallaby yeah. blood. Uh, yeah. So Maddie Sturt, uh, three-time CrossFit Games athlete, going back to the CrossFit Games. Yeah. And obviously, because of how the 2019 season is, all the strangeness that we have to deal with, mm-hmm. we're not necessarily going to know whether she's going to be the invite or not either because she may very well you know, win qualified. through the national championship in the Open or mm-hmm. qualify through the top 20 in the Open. Um, what nation is she? Australia. She is Australia. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah. maybe, maybe this is a segue to fit us in Cape Town. But why would you continue to try in the season? Why would you do the Open with any intent on doing well? Like, why would you hurt yourself? That's a great why question. Why would you try to win your country? Why Lucky would you go to you. another sanction event and try? Lucky because that's you. the difference. I know the answers to these questions. So why would you actually do the Open? One is because the Open is going to be used to seed the athletes going into the games this year. But if you're somebody... Like, comporter. Yeah, you know it doesn't fucking matter. Well, he's not. He's <laughs> not going to go individual. I don't think. I think. He, I think Khan is is committed to Project X. Oh yeah, that's a good. The point. team, but someone like like um, Sam, for example. So the seeding at the games, they haven't like really laid this out in the rule book yet. But we've mm-hmm. talked about it a little bit. Bet they and, don't know. But yeah, it's because <laughs> they have no idea. Um, the people typing the rule book are like, I don't know what's happening, guys. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen. So let's say we have a game. <laughs> let's say, yeah, let's say, you know, that the games Fall are going to occur. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the, the idea behind how the games are going to run is that they're going to have this like elimination rounds mm-hmm. in the beginning. So they're going to take the field from like 150 or 170 people to like, you'll be able to there's follow a lot more than that. There's going to be, I mean, in yeah. each division, yeah, yeah. Each okay, division. Yeah. you'll be able to follow all this on Twitter. As of course. Unfolds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll be yeah. on fine. You <laughs> on need fine. to you follow them on fine. Uh, uh, yeah. So, fine too. Yes. so there's going to be, uh, there's going to be sort of like these elimination workouts for the first couple days of the, of the games. Mm-hmm. And the seating is going to, def- the, uh, tell, the athletes whether they do those elimination workouts earlier or later heats and later heats are going to be super valuable because my guess is based off of how they've described it they're going to do all the elimination rounds and then they're probably going to reset all the scores going into mm-hmm. the actual weekend with like just the top 10 or the top 20 or whatever yeah, yeah. because uh, it would make no sense to care about the scoring when you had a field of 300 versus a field of 10 mm-hmm. right so yeah. it would make sense that they're going to do the elimination rounds it's always going to be like imagine having regionals happen right before the games going right into the games right yeah. so that's kind of what it's going to be like okay. they're going to take everyone and run them through these elimination workouts so doing the open doing well in the open gets you a higher seed gets you a later heat gets you an easier way yeah. of qualifying through yeah. the elimination i think i'd be more apt if i was a matt fraser if 
doing that just allowed me to skip a lot of the cuts. Yeah, like, I think that was in, like you just advanced to the third. So that was day. one of the things they talked about originally, but they they decided not to do that. It's kind of like uh, it's actually you know there's interesting precedent for this. We kind of keep comparing it to other sports, but there's some interesting precedent even with something like marathon running. You know uh, that ever with, with marathons you have like hundreds of people participating, but they're all blocked out behind the starting line based upon qualification spots, so that you know your elite runners and your Kenyans are up at the front. So when the pull the trigger and it goes pop they all they all go and they run the race that they're supposed to run but then uh because there's a lot more participation in marathons then the other blocks sort of move in behind uh like my father i think was at the uh, 100th running of the boston marathon um and did that and he talked about senior bogart is yeah he's just crushing fitness all the time i found out um, that he was actually on the team at the lone star shootout that beat the shit out of us oh wait was he really yeah no i don't think he was him was was he no my dad was with it at all I know. Sorry, when you say it was like believable. Hey guys, no, yes, and yeah. Sorry, yeah. I, I know Damn my it. dad's fit. My dad is very fit for a sixty-plus man, but I know that he's not that. Yeah, not yeah. capable Sorry. of doing that. This is this is just an embarrassing moment where we say that's how out of touch we are with what's going on in our father's life. That that might have been true. You know, it's like holy shit. I need to talk to my dad more often. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, it was a big, th- but it was a big like participatory event. And they wanted a lot of you know participation, a bunch of people. And there were like people who got like lottery spots to be there and everything. But my father was explaining that like after the gun went off, and this is when I was a kid. But after the gun went off, like he didn't cross the starting line for like a half an hour. Oh yeah, like because it just takes that long for everyone to move through. Fun. So it's the kind of thing where it's just like. It's like there is that precedent for like there's a big participatory event. It's a big celebration of running and marathon in the way that this might be a big celebration of fitness with a lot of participation. But it can still be organized in a way so that like the 10 or 20 people who are actually vying for a spot at the lead are blocked out in a way so that they can just kind of have the competition that they're supposed to have. Mm -hmm. Fun fact about that Boston Marathon start. Uh, you know, you have thousands of people because it was the hundredth anniversary behind the start line. Everyone, of course, hydrating and getting ready for yeah, actually running a marathon there. So everyone has been hydrating constantly. Start gun goes off. You're there for thirty minutes waiting to start. Guess what's going to happen pretty soon after people start crossing the start line? People, people need to piss shits in the yes. street. People yes. need to piss. Yeah. So, so not much different than a normal day in Boston. Y- yes, 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 yes. But so as folks are running, <laughs> running off, and I think it, they get pretty quickly into some woody territory. Then you know, as you continue to run and you get to some woods, you see whole bunch of dudes lined up well, pissing. Well, spe- but oh, then, yeah. but then, <laughs> see a whole bunch of dudes lined up pissing. Basically, as soon as you can stand in the woods, you're good to piss. But no women yet. Why? Well, because you have to expose yourself quite a bit more. So as soon as keep running, keep running, keep running, then there's a little stone wall about two feet high. Yep. And suddenly you just see a whole bunch of women and quick, well, quick dad, flashes yeah. of bare asses yes. as they take their pants off yeah. and squat bare behind the wall. Just like a row of dozens of women peeing behind this little two-foot wall. So anyway. Hell yeah. So that's what, that's what a marathon's like, you guys. And Someone's into that somewhere. So to transition back, how much, how much in competition peeing can we expect at the 2019? CrossFit games. God, Hopefully a hope. lot. Some degree of it. On yeah. box jumps there you usually see some. Double unders. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. Mm-hmm. Heavy cleans. Yes. Do you guys remember when I think CrossFit.com shared like a blog post. This would have been se- six, seven years ago, but shared a blog post 
about women uh it was a video it was a video about women about which which thing are we talking about women, women incontinence while working while out incontinence like, while working out yeah. and box jumps now that yes 100% i remember that but that then made me think segue to something else which i believe they shared a blog post about women who were having who would have trouble uh, in workouts because and it's apparently relatively common but uh, that uh, abdominal contraction folks abdominal contraction causes orgasm yeah and so they they and I thought it was really great of CrossFit it was interesting what? is that CrossFit shared the article <laughs> Shared the article and, and then with a bunch of women speaking to this, like giving stories about like, you know, like like uh, it's like things, ex- you yeah. know, just basically saying like if they do like sit ups or especially L sit holds. Like one woman was describing like she can do an L sit hold for about you know ten to fifteen seconds before she has an orgasm, falls, then has to get back into L sit hold. And she said it just keeps happening until she's so exhausted from having orgasm she has to stop the workout. And uh, you know, we great problem to have. You got to be prepared for the unknown and unknowable, yeah. you guys. Chase now realizes like why he enjoys ab mat sit ups. So <laughs> uh, and good yeah. time. Yeah, and uh, and it was funny because I remember CrossFit shared that article, and then I think it was dot com that shared that article. And I think like. Uh, like, like they, they, it was just bizarre. Like they shared it with like a picture of like a girl in like short shorts, but like a close up of her like area. Like yeah, of her hoo ha. And uh, so God bless, God bless CrossFit.com, you know, for sharing that kind of shit back in the day. Yeah, that was like they were way ahead of the curve because now yeah. CrossFit Instagram, not like CrossFit's Instagram, but yeah. like CrossFit, CrossFit Instagram. Yeah, hashtag CrossFit is basically just vulva shots yes. through booty shorts. Yes, like toes to bar, vulva shot, kettlebell <laughs> swings, vulva shot. <laughs> Lunges, Vulva, can we shot. start a supplement company called Vulva Shot? It's a little <laughs> shot. It's just like a shot of just all sorts of like of like hormone stuff for women to help them be prepared to work out. Hormone stuff. You're guaranteed to have an orgasm next time you else it if you just take lady. Vulva Shot. I'm do, do you need hormone stuff to get ready to yeah, work out? I'm 100% well, we got it for confident you right here. that yeah. this could be a successful business as long as we weren't known to be a part of it. Listen, if I find out tomorrow that Cellucor releases Vulva Shot, I'm going to be pissed off. I want to cut Vulva Shot in caffeinated and non-caffeinated versions. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Try new carbonated Vulva Shot uh, for when you want the bubblies. Uh, vulva know. Shot with beta alanine. Vulva but then, shot but then beta you know, alanine. you know what happens if you drink Targeted the bubbly, the bubbly Vulva <laughs> Shot. What happens? Uh, well, 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 that's that. That results in some some expelling of gas for <laughs> the flatulence action. Uh, you the beta alanine tingles, and then you get a little bit of a fart. That's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all good though. That feels yeah. great. Anyway, because the fart actually triggers. You asked it. several other questions, Chase, that I want to answer, including why would anyone do another sanctioned event? One fucking hundred percent. Now there's a there's, after you qualify. There's three sanctioned events, mm-hmm. maybe four, which are going to be paying off a decent prize purse right we're talking dubai yeah talking about waterpalooza mm-hmm. we're probably talking rogue yeah and maybe one more that i, I can't think of right now i'm just like leaving an, an empty space mm-hmm. here. so would you would you wouldn't you say that the australian crossfit championship and fitness in cape town are probably not two of those events absolutely where, not so here's the difference james newberry wins australian whatever yep Com Porter wins as a team. Yep. Com Porter, James Newberry go to Fittis in Cape Town. They do. Radically different approaches to this competition. Con was like, eh, fuck it. Yeah. Con's James, like, I look great. Let's wear <laughs> tiny shorts and look sexy. James uh, was like, I'm going to try to win this shit. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Uh, 
I mean, James Newber ended up taking third at Fittis in Cape Town, which net him like eleven hundred bucks, something like that, mm-hmm. like which is bucks. fine, and I guess it almost covered his plane ticket. Right, and that's the thing, you know. Uh, there are positives and negatives about this whole situation. One of the things that we're starting to see with the sanction events and mm-hmm. how they're all sort of being formulated is that they're kind of sort of leaning into like this regionals plus world, mm-hmm. right? In yeah. terms of what the level of programming and volume and days of competition is. It's like slightly more uh, breadth of tests than regionals were. For mm-hmm. Slightly higher competition, I would say, on average than mm-hmm. regionals were because in order to win you just have to be better mm-hmm. yeah. um, Plus, they can do real running and not just treadmill running. correct and they can mm-hmm. they can do outdoor events they can do a bunch of different obstacle stuff mm-hmm. courses. Yeah. Um, obstacle courses right um, but the other end of that is that it's regionals minus when it comes to the prize pool because regionals was controlled it was like here's nine events eight or nine events that happen over three weekends we'll give the number one person ten grand the number two person five grand you know at, at fitness in Cape Town the number one uh, male, female, and team. 60,000 Rand. 60,000 Rand, which mm. is uh, $4,500. Oh, yeah. $4,500. So <laughs> Could that's have said not, anything. That's yeah. not a lot of money, right? Yeah. That's not a lot of money. So I think what's, what's happening is in order for the athletes to actually be able to pay for anything, they have to do a bunch of these events. Yep. But what I think the end result is going to be is we're going to probably see like like less athletes now being able to make a living being CrossFit Games athletes mm. than before and more athletes losing money to try and compete. Well, oh uh, shit, that's the opposite of what we wanted to happen. That well, is the opposite of what we want well, to happen. And that's, I yeah, think that's just thing because is, yes. of how it is right now. And that was what I was about to say is I think that we're still in the very early days of this and I, can't imagine i mean i think a big part of uh of of being a sponsored crossfit athlete moving forward signing deals with sponsors will probably be about them you know getting you to these uh sanctionals incentivizing you to go to these sanctionals making sure you're not going out of pocket for these sanctionals because um right now and i don't know maybe those talks are happening right now maybe they're not but like the idea where sustainably you know in order to participate and maybe you go to fucking three of them and you still don't make it to the games that's going to be get you know real old real fast so i have to imagine that at least that people who are in that you know, top 10, top 20, top 30 worldwide are going to have their um, trips uh, paid for if, if they aren't already. And hopefully that becomes more and more of a thing. I just don't know if considering how fast the turnaround was between these things being announced and now the first sanctionals actually popping up. I mean, it's been literally a matter of months. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch the um, that whole economy catch up. For exactly. sure. And we talked about, yeah, growing a new ecosystem of these sanctioned events. Uh, it will eventually result in these events getting way more popular, way more eyeballs on them than otherwise they would have, as is evidenced even this year with Wadapalooza. A lot more people interested in Wadapalooza this year than last year. For sure. Which eventually will result in larger prize purses Absolutely. Than, than previously in regionals. But it might take yeah. a couple of years to manifest. I don't think it's a I don't think it's like a you know, case closed, this isn't financially viable situation. I think right now you know, where last year it was already kind of like, or the games in the past few years have already been very top heavy in terms mm-hmm. of the athletes who are able to make a living doing this thing. 
it's only going to get at least for this year that's only going to that's only going to widen that gap is going to widen until mm-hmm. like Kyle said the economy of this thing catches up because right now all the uh, all the events function in like a vacuum from one another there yeah. is some ties you know with Wadapalooza the the podium at Wadapalooza got invited to compete at Fittis in Cape Town the podium got invited to compete at the Brazil CrossFit Championships you know, Wadapalooza owners also own the West Coast mm-hmm. Championships or West Coast mm-hmm. Classic or whatever. You know, so like there's there are some ties in between here. But in order for this entire thing to work truly to work, I think the event organizers need to come together and create the the systemic organization, the hierarchy of these events themselves. They need mm-hmm. to say here like the marquee, like here are the four majors of the season here's all the other ones leading up to it here's what the value is for you know the rights the license the the broadcast Mm -hmm. rights for these four costs this and then they all together negotiate with something like cbs or facebook or espn Mm -hmm. here's you can get the broadcast rights for like the next tier down there's like there's those 10 events and there's another 10 events that are you know entry level right each one of them gives a spot to the crossfit games but not all of them are going to be able to provide the same sort of like oh uh um uh, you know, eyeballs for the sponsors and the athletes. Not right. all of them are going to be able to provide the same sort of prize purses. And I think that is really important for them to create because if they don't create it, CrossFit isn't going to fucking step in and do it themselves. Mm-hmm. That's not going to come from the top down. That's the exact opposite of the entire point of these sanctioned events. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what if this? But what if what? I know I have for what a fact $5 in my wallet. $5. And if all four of us can scrum up $5. Yes. Mm-hmm. We could have for twenty dollars a month mm-hmm. a San sponsored athlete at the CrossFit Games. Absolutely, who's going to turn yes. down twenty free bucks? This is it. This is true. All they have to do is wear our shirt every fifth mm-hmm. Instagram video, and once a year be on the podcast. <laughs> yes. All right, I'll start. I'll start putting some thoughts together as to Just who would who I would want to Nick put your the anchor. Name no one else. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about twenty dollars a twenty dollars a week. Is it what you're saying, or twenty dollars a month? A month. Oh, we can so float twenty dollars a yeah, month. Will yeah. Will someone do that for twenty dollars a month? You'd be surprised how little these athletes get paid. <laughs> okay. Okay. So as you're saying for like annually, like around two hundred and fifty bucks, we could totally get. We can ourselves. have someone tattoo our name on their face. Yeah. So legit, legit offer package. Scaleless community, legit, legit offer. If there's anyone who can contact or has uh, any any actual competitors, any actual competitors who who are gonna who are really gonna fucking go for it at a sanctional, and they who want to make a teeny bit of money for wearing our shirt, let's start getting offers. We want to see video submissions about why you should be the San athlete. Come on. Well, I want to see video submissions. Who's the I want most s- San athlete of them all? Who's um, the most skill is needed athlete? Oh, there I mean, Brent, Travis Williams, right? Yeah. Or Brent Fikowski. Tra- Travis Williams might uh, might be the most appropriate because of his shit-talking and locality. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and the fact that he, you know, just goes for it all the time <laughs> Mis- without much Misunderstanding thought. of pace. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, that I mean, that seems rap- to be fit the spirit of it a little better. Plus, he's also metal, and this show is obviously yes. Yeah, he's, he's a big Rick and Morty fan. Yeah. He's super yeah. metal. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, played, right. he played Yu-Gi-Oh, which is kind of like a dumb version of Magic the Gathering, I guess. <laughs> like it or not, Travis Williams, you're the official <laughs> sponsor. Congratulations. Yep. Plus, Travis I, I, Williams I, I, is now our sponsored athlete. Plus, I think I would hope that if he's ever trying to rep the podcast out there, that he would do it sarcastically. But wait, wait, wait. Yeah, this, he'd be like, yeah, you want to listen to those guys. <laughs> 
Wait, does that he... sarcasm? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what close. Just it was close. It was close. It was pretty accurate as to how he would say it. Probably. Does he? Does he? Does he play Magic the Gathering? No, he oh, he played okay. Yu-Gi-Oh when oh, he was okay. fat. I feel like well, we could we should, proposition him. We could teach him to play Magic the Gathering. I think that it would just be a great piece of Arm and Hammer TV content. Uh, Chase. Uh, 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 Travis, possibly Armin, if he works out a little bit more, play the fittest, fittest game of Magic the Gathering ever played. You know, because Magic the Gathering, what do you think of? You think of some doughy fellas. I think of a, us. At, at Dragon the three players. of us, yes, not him, exactly. the three of us. I'd be that, honored to yes. play Magic the Gathering with Travis Wade. That's what I'm saying. We need to put it out there and play the fittest game of Magic the Gathering. Like people Magic with like the high VO, a highest VO2 max average of any Magic the Gathering. <laughs> Travis the Magicking. There's want, something in there somewhere. I, want Travis, I wonder what Travis's uh, VO2 max is. It's probably like it's probably pretty, pretty high. high. Yeah. yeah, probably pretty high. No, but it's a, but the thing is, it's a challenge that could live into the future. You guys test your VO2 max, then you go in, you play a game of Magic: The Gathering. So if anyone wants to challenge that record, you know, Matt Frazier, in the future, <laughs> you have to come to Austin, test your VO2 max, and then participate in a game of Magic: I The Gathering. I can't understand why you wouldn't want that. Yeah, I mean, you know, Travis actually texted me because there was something. Can really we get Guinness involved with interesting this? Interesting about um, the Austin, Austin, Australian fittest, Australian CrossFit Championship is what that event was called. Yeah, I keep forgetting uh the none of the events were particularly heavy mm-hmm. it was like or, or even skill work wise there's like one event that had hansen walks in it there's one event that had like bar muslips in it and then there was an event that had like a clean and jerk i think on the men's side the heaviest clean and jerk was like 265 pounds for mm-hmm. one rep which is not as heavy as the snatch that had to happen at wadapalooza yeah. just to put yeah. that in perspective uh-huh. yeah, it was 275 and i i talked about that i talked about how I felt like the programming was very engine specific and that's why we didn't really see like mm-hmm. after James Newbury took the lead, he never let go of it because there wasn't anything to really force any changes on the leaderboard because mm-hmm. that's all, what he can do. The same, yeah. And then uh and then Travis Williams texts me and he goes he goes, Fuck skill work. Skill work isn't fitness. It's all about capacity. Fire emoji, fire emoji, fire emoji. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you see, that's the kind like, of here's that- Here's my here's my workout. It's like 300 wall ball shots for time. Basically, <laughs> yeah, that is exactly the oh, kind God, of post we need. Repping Sam, there. absolutely, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. So Travis Williams, congratulations! Your check is in the mail. You are now a sponsored San athlete. What will it take to get to get Travis Williams to wear the sand shirt in competition? We'd uh, have to make a pretty metal sand shirt, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that's definitely doable. Yeah, the font one. Yeah, the tire. Twenty dollars. I think mm-hmm. there's no way he doesn't wear. Can we also make a long sleeve with baby skeletons going? down <laughs> the sleeve like this I think we should butchered at birth shirt that shirt this is true and what if we just well, get you know the, him the, to wear this one the dare the sand dare shirt does have baby skeletons on the sleeves it's just an invisible ink oh, yeah. nice. so you have to look at it under a black light the you question is on it yeah. should we go because baby <laughs> ghosts you just can't see them <laughs> Yeah, you have to come on it first. That's how it has the baby skeletons. Like God damn it, Chase. It's, it's like those, that was terrible. It's like those rocks at the end of Fifth Element. <laughs> I, got, I, I ain't got no fire. God, that's disgusting. Uh, um, if Jizz was one of those elements. What if What if they just... What Imagine just Chris Tucker and Mia Jovovich and Bruce Willis and, you know, they put fire, water, earth, wind on the rocks, but then there's just, like, one other rock that just has a phallic silhouette <laughs> with little coming out of it. And it's all the, just sitting it's there. the eggplant and squirt emoji. Yes, exactly. Like, oh, I don't know what this one means. Uh, and they're like, all right, come on. Uh, In the 1990s, you, you wouldn't know what that meant. It's like, come on, Bruce. Let's let's get this thing going. Fucking Earth's about to end. No Listen, pressure. The I've, dick I've, element. Mm-hmm. 
It's like uh, well, it's like the first segment of Four Rooms. There, it's mm-hmm. one of the key ingredients. It's oh, something yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. super fucking important that we have to talk about about fittest in Cape Town. And I mean, we haven't even talked about it yet. To the motherfucking ha, CrossFit cowboy man. That's right. That's yeah, why you're wearing a cowboy hat right now. You're damn yeah, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've that's been why taking it off. That's why you're wearing assless chaps too. That too. Mm-hmm. This chair is uncomfortable. Yeah, it is. Chaps. <laughs> uh, that's, that's a writing chair. Fittest in Cape Town, guys. Uh, women's side, Katrin David's daughter. Mm-hmm. Not Oops. super surprising. Uh, second and third place. Third. Yeah, second and third place actually tied in points, so they went to tiebreaker. Mia Ackerland, second place, and uh, Alessandra Pacelli in third mm-hmm. place. Um, teams um, Mia Ackerland is was... Uh, is Ackerland local? No, Mia Ackerland is... Um, Australian? Uh, no, no, she's, she's uh, Northern European, I want to say. Hmm. She was on a team... Uh, in 2015, but hasn't competed the games since then, nice. uh, but has been like pretty close individually for a while. Mm. She, I think she does well in the open, and her doing well at uh, Fitness in Cape Town is, is pretty good. Um, I, I mean, mm-hmm. c- considering how good Katrin is at the open, Katrin is most yeah. likely. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just thinking of, like, will we have a two Ooh, getting yeah, into the point. games, and will we have? But will the two also qualify through the open? If she's from one of those smaller countries, that means Sandy P in third gets in. Well, Alessandra Pacelli has both a Canadian and an Italian uh, passport, so she mm-hmm. might be competing as an Italian. That's so that would, almost, that would almost guarantee her. Yeah. On the oh wow, that's a Italy. huge. On the leaderboard, she was repping Italy. Yeah, that's a yeah. huge mm. advantage. Massive. Dual, dual citizenship. Massive. Dual fact, citizenship. Yeah. You know, you know, Matt Fraser has both a Canadian and an American passport, right? Really? Because his parents are Canadian. Interesting. And so, just if, you, if he just wants to motherfuck Velner, well, Velner already yeah. got yeah, his spot. But if, if he wants to motherfuck, I don't know whoever else is in there. Brintle. Yeah. With Brent, mm. uh, I don't know. I don't know, guys. Maybe, maybe the affiliate we open ought to be in Italy, just because I can't imagine. I'm besides Alessandro Pacelli, CrossFit I just, pasta. Exactly, I can't <laughs> imagine any other CrossFitters in Italy. I just can't envision CrossFit for that country. Yeah, it's at like all. how do you how do you do workouts for time when you have to siesta between the third and fourth rounds? How do you do workouts was, for time when you have that huge uh, waxed mustache? It was incredibly hard to find places to do. Actual CrossFit wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. CrossFit. There, there it's a me, a Mario. Yes. <laughs> All like old school weightlifting and bodybuilding gyms. Yeah, I have a video of it. Well, I mean, how how can you do workouts if you have a fork with a giant meatball on it all the time in this hand and a big chef's hat on? I'm assuming They're everyone's right. Chef Boy RD they, over there. They are <laughs> that in July. How do you have time to do workouts when all you're doing is building Ferrari engines? <laughs> exactly. Mm. How do you have time to do workouts when you're hand-rolling pasta and you're a 70-year-old grandmother who lives in a small <laughs> village? How do you have time to do CrossFit whenever you're busy being a plumber and saving a princess? Uh, How do you have time to do CrossFit when you just have to constantly do work on the Coliseum? <laughs> How do you have time to do CrossFit when you're too busy making rustic pizza? How do you have time to do CrossFit when... I was gonna make a Pope joke. Oh no, that's good. That's good. When you're how do, how, are you, how do you have time when you're busy children? hiding when you're busy hiding uh, child molestation <laughs> allegations? How do you have time to do CrossFit when you're too busy gilding ceilings? <laughs> oh yeah, that's good. It's a me, a Mario. How do you have time to do CrossFit when you're too when you're too busy trying to straighten that fucking tower back out again? Like ah, that's ah. that's fucking priority number one. How over do you there have right time now? to do CrossFit when you're just operating a gondola in Venice? 24 hours a day. 
How do you have time to do CrossFit when you're too busy uh, 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 fucking something with Gladiator? What was, what was he uh, saying? Ar- hold gladiator? on. Armin, stop the presses. You have just come up with a new CrossFit event. Gondolas? Gondolas. <laughs> Using a fucking gondola, that fucking pole against the ground. Weighted gondola. There's people. There's dead weight sandbags in it. Transporting sandbags on a gondola. That is going to happen at the Throwdown in Italy that we Absolutely. are going to start. Yeah, the first Venice. event at the Italian Throwdown is a gondola, mm-hmm. uh, a sixteen hundred meter gondola, and then the uh, the second event is make mozzarella. Mm. Yeah, and it's for taste. There's going to be a grandmother there. She's going to critique everybody. <laughs> no, Parmigiano Reggiano. <laughs> but no, the wheels weigh like eighty pounds yeah. and are a little greasy, so those can definitely be incorporated. No. That's it. That's the that's Why do they the event. Have to be greasy, Cliff. You uh, racist bastard. Uh, they, they're all fucking greasy. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, uh, I mean, Italians then, are the ultimate. But no, no. Race okay, here here's the ultimate. The ultimate event is transporting uh, twenty four hundred pounds worth of Parmigiano Reggiano wheels on a gondola yes. from one end of Venice to the other. Nice. Yes. Love it. How do you have time to do CrossFit when you're too busy <laughs> sucking opposite ends of the same strand of spaghetti until you kiss in the middle. and you're two dogs? How do you have time to do CrossFit when you're busy running a mob empire in New York? Yes. Mm. That's too close to home, fam. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, how do you have time do have to more? do okay, CrossFit when you're too busy um, uh, having orgies like a Roman Emperor Caligula. I don't know. I'm fucking running out of time. How do you have time shit. to do CrossFit when you're trying to run away from the volcano exploding over Vesuvius? How do you have time to do CrossFit Pompeii? when you're too busy jumping over barrels hurled right. at you by a giant gorilla? <laughs> That's good. That's a good one. That's a good, yeah. you know. All right. Anyway. We, we are done. Yeah, I think I think we I think we, we took that one as far as it I'm possibly could I'm not Italian, go. but I'm offended. No. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. <laughs> they don't have the internet there. They're okay. They, um, they're the mob. The... <laughs> The other Fittest in Cape Town divisions, the team division was a, was a team from Amsterdam, mm. Vondelgem, which I think is the first Dutch team to qualify for the CrossFit Games. Yeah. Second place was a team called Superhero Project from Sweden. That's pretty There dope. was a four-point difference. <clears throat> four-point difference mm. when there was like 2,900 points available. Wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. So mm. they literally came down to like a second in one event, Wow. basically. That's crazy. Uh, and then on the individual side... Which is ye motherfucking ha? Why Chase is wearing a, a cowboy hat right now? All oh, of these yeah. hats have meaning, but the others you'll have to figure out for yourselves. Yes. Listen, end of day one, we had a resurrected fucking yeah. Lucas Parker's body. Lucas <laughs> Parker's <laughs> spirit reanimated his body. Yeah, good for good for how do you say his name? Torlock. Tuke Luke. Tuke Luke. Tuke Luke. Uh, what happened with Lucas Parker? Lucas Parker uh, went and competed at Fitness in Cape Town, and when the events were like obstacle course, like athleticism stuff, he uh, fucking crushed. Yeah, really? Yeah. I yeah, wouldn't he crushed. that necessarily. Yeah, I know. Great. Be like uh. heavyweight. Is yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, I thought he, he was purely a barbell type guy, and uh, uh, he did really well there, and uh, just wasn't able to keep that momentum going across the weekend. Mm-hmm. Still awesome show, but still pretty cool to see that. Um, but the winner at the end of the weekend, guys. In a field that included Cole Sager, who was seventh at the CrossFit Games last year, mm-hmm. Sean motherfucking Sweeney. Yeah, guys. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, Sean Sweeney, another good candidate for the San Anthony. Absolutely, oh, yeah. I would put our name on that man because yeah. he's definitely he definitely lives by tired is enough. Yes, for sure. He won a sanctioned event. I don't. I did not expect this to happen. No, I, I love the guy, but 
he has never beaten Cole Sager or James Newberry at the games or in regionals. Yeah. He just showed up. And he crushed. Yeah. Yeah. He And he had to win to, to win. Uh, and what I mean by that is he like. had to win the last event. He had to. I don't know if he. Had, he didn't win day. at any of the events, but he basically had to win the last day because he was in second place going into the last mm-hmm. day. Yeah. There was not a big spread. And there was only a few points between him and Cole Sager. So he actually had to like beat Cole Sager in a bunch of events that he's never beaten Cole Sager at before. It was like uh, half Murph. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christ. Uh, half Murph, by the way. Where you have to do the sets in twenty fives, or there's or there's uh, punishment uh, runs like penalty runs. Mm. So if you're not doing your pull ups and sets of twenty five, your push ups and sets of twenty five, and your squats and sets of twenty five, like once you start, you have to hit twenty five rep markers. Oh, so the uh, unbroken. Uh. So as in you can't let go of the pull up bar. Yeah. So you have to do a set of twenty five. Holy shit! If you can't do twenty five, you do a two hundred meter. Uh, but you would only need to do two sets. You only need to do twenty two sets of them. Yeah, That's yeah. Crap. Were people breaking them things? Up? I didn't really watch it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It was kind of hard to. But it's with a weight vest. But it was with a weight vest, so uh, it was a pain in the dick, I imagine. Hat. But yeah. do you have to do the twenty five sets consecutively for the same movement? movement? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have to do two so twenty five like, set twenty five rep sets of pull ups in a row. Yes. How do you do Crazy. unbroken sets of air squats? Uh, I think they just had. I think they have like a time limit that you can stand up at the top. Mm, yeah, I guess it's just like you watch them. You make sure they don't. There's yeah. like there's like a moment I think, yeah. but like would you say push-ups as well? The yeah, push-ups as well. So unbroken just means not twenty-five. Not. Yeah, twenty-five yeah, yeah. in without without I guess without We're knees coming knee to the floor. Yeah. God damn, that'd be rough. Yeah, yeah. savage, yeah. absolutely savage. So uh, he had to do well in that event. He had to do well in uh, the other two events of the day. I think the last event had like a few different pieces to it too. It was it's just it's just really to me it's really impressive that Sean Sweeney was able to to win out in a field uh, that included ten CrossFit Games athletes in it mm-hmm. uh, on the men's side, yeah. and and he did so like without winning any events. So mm-hmm. he just did so by just being really fucking consistent. Yeah. Where other people had highs and lows, he was just like, you know, consistent, consistently pretty high. Yes, yeah. yeah. it was awesome. Yeah, awesome. I'm really proud of. And him. he was like the people's champ. Yeah, considering mm-hmm. even he competed two weeks prior at Wadapalooza, and he didn't do well at Wadapalooza, but he's uh, he had the flu in Miami. Mm-hmm. So of he course. had the flu, and then he traveled halfway across the world, and then he's he's so injured, actually Chase didn't know this, but he's so injured that he, he doesn't squat mm. like in training. He can't squat in training. He, he has to squat to uh, like parallel to a box, basically. God, crazy. Um, but he's he's so injured that he hasn't squatted in like two and a half years. Really? Yeah. 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 His hip and his knees are like just majorly fucked up. Huh. But um, he's fit enough and he's really, really good at showing up and competing when it counts. Yeah. And that's exactly what he did. He was just like, all right, well, I know I have to do this. And Is he, he on the road to recovery with these injuries? Or yeah, little by little. I okay. mean, they're, they're not like, they, I think they just flare up. Okay. Um, you know, leading into the games, he was feeling really good with his hip. Uh, but he like, like, for example, he does, he doesn't, he can't really work on his snatch, Mm -hmm. right? Because he can't, he can't squat snatch. Like he can't hit that depth because it's, it's too painful. So if he snatches, he's power snatches Mm -hmm. like same thing generally with cleans. Um, you know, but either way, the one of the things that is really fascinating to me about Sean Sweeney is that he's not, he's great in the gym, obviously games athlete, Mm -hmm. but he's absolutely not a killer in the gym. Like when I was out there, 
um, in Fallon and uh, leading up to the games, he was getting beat in almost every workout that they did. Mm. Like there was there was at least one person in his gym that was just beating him in, in these workouts. Like mm-hmm. you know, obviously the person would change depending on what the workout was, but he was getting beat in these workouts. But when he goes and competes on the field, he has like that fucking eye of the tiger, just fucking do it next uh, year mindset. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's able to really step up. And I think being able to do that in a field specifically with Cole Sager. Top ten games athlete like three times in his career. Uh, podium. Uh, he's, I don't think he's, he's ever been on a podium. podium at the games. Um, mm-hmm. But you know the mm-hmm. most basically Cole Sager is essentially the most yeah, clutch, the most clutch games athlete. Like he's basically had to win the last event at regionals like four times mm-hmm. different different times to make it to the games. Yeah. Um, and a guy who has been specifically trying to go to Fittis in Cape Town to win it, like training specifically yeah. for it. To beat him in that situation, that's really impressive on Sean Sweeney's end. It's awesome. So or, it's or we can yeah. all just be really disappointed in Cole Sager. Yes. <laughs> Cole, Cole you, you disappointed you us go all. go the other way with it. Mm-hmm. Maybe Cole should get the sand so, sponsorship. So between Sean Sweeney and Jacob Heppner, are we learning that just lifting heavy is not important? We just we we were misled all these years. You don't need them those you don't need them big lifts all the time. You just need little burners. You might you might be you might be onto something. Yeah. I don't know if it's about little burners all the time, but or just volume maybe, but you know, lighter stuff. I, I I said this to Chase about two years ago maybe a year and a half ago stop squatting but he didn't listen he didn't listen uh no what instead I, he just got I, sick strong what i oh, showed yeah. him <laughs> what i showed him was what rich was doing bumping mics is the new thing nice have you seen do you see do you I watch watched bumping mics, yeah. the david Taylor, um, uh, jeff ross thing yeah so what i what i told chase and what i'll tell anybody <clears throat> is there has been a uh there's been a a criminal neglect of cardio mm-hmm. in the CrossFit space for a long fucking time. Yep. And if you look at how... Which is a funny thing to say. Yes. And if you look at how the best CrossFitters in the world train, generally speaking, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say most of their training time on this, without sort of like the 8 to 12 week camp that they do leading up mm-hmm. to the games and stuff, most of their training time is spent doing some sort of quote-unquote cardio mm. whether that's like interval work long long uh you know like zone one zone two i don't know what the zones are you know what mm-hmm. i mean right mm-hmm. that sort of thing uh like heart rate control work mm-hmm. or whether it's like uh aerobic power intervals on the machines where you're doing like you know calorie resets like uh, intervals and stuff like they're using those things fucking constantly and the proof that i used for chase was you know in december or something uh, November, December, ramping up into the start of the season back then when that was the start of the season, you know, Rich was spending an hour and a half to maybe two hours a day just doing cardio stuff, mm-hmm. whether it was on the runner or the bike or the skier or the rower. And then he would do like one or one Metcon but it was like probably a partner workout that included a barbell, but he wasn't lifting heavy. And part of that is obviously because his knee was fucked up and he needed to like rehab it. Mm-hmm. But part of it is also that's that's a smart way of training. You know, like there's a reason why when you look at most of these high-end athletes, they spend a lot of time and they spend, they dedicate a lot of space in their own space to cardio machines, mm-hmm. whether it's the erg or the bike or the mm-hmm. runner. Mm-hmm. You know, generally speaking, you can lift weights wherever you want, but like that like that like dirty grindy interval work 
you kind of just have to do that and they they do that a lot of them just do it in the dark i'm looking at fucking mm-hmm. miko yeah right uh-huh. in rowing, the literal dark literally rowing in the dark in a closet kyle what's your excuse you got a fucking rower in here what are you talking about fit as miko i don't know well, what you're talking about there's no rower in this room i don't see any listen rower. where else am i gonna hang like that laundry that's in that nebulous space between like i wore it once but it's not really dirty so i'm gonna let it air out it's perfect for that you know, the, ro- the Concept 2 rower stands up. It's got a lot of pointy shit on it. You can hang shit on it. It's yeah. great for that purpose. And usually this table isn't here. So when you're yes. in your living room getting ready for, you know, a jerk sesh, yes. you can just lean up against Oh yeah, the erg. No, 100%. I think that's what it's for. No, jerk every, sesh. yeah, jerk sesh has to, I mean, you've got to be able to migrate. You know, you got to yeah. be able to explore the space. You know, it's yeah. a lot like a dance studio. You have to feel the space and then improvise. Like Suspiria. It's yeah. basically Suspiria every time I jerk <laughs> off is what I'm saying. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In that Dakota to Johnson is there <laughs> at least in spirit in that in that you sigh <laughs> in the end <sighs> <laughs> okay thank you Chase thank you for performing that sigh that is a sigh Scaleless Nation mobilize at Dakota Johnson on Instagram mother size <laughs> hey speaking of saying being mobilized yeah we got some reviews on the talking elite fitness we did what was this did you guys see that when we uh when we said the the tom tommy marquez sean woodland podcast talking elite fitness oh yeah Uh, yeah. we asked the sand nation to mobilize and say sand sent me here scale (laughs) i kind of vaguely remember that i didn't realize we got got plenty of fucking people oh yeah Yeah. i love all of you to the point where i uh i i put it back i put it into my instagram story and and Talking Elite Fitness actually reached back and said, hey, thanks for the support. So awesome. I guess that means keep going, guys. Yes. Keep keep listening to Talking Elite Fitness. Keep commenting on Sand Sent Me Here or Scale is Nation. And we'll just sit here trying to figure out whether or not we're being sarcastic. Actually, if... <laughs> oh, wait, yeah. What? <laughs> we're still not sure at this point. Put your episode name and recommendations into that iTunes review for, for them. For them? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What yeah. do you Our, want the name of Sand to be? In but the, leave it as a review for them. <laughs> we'll find it. Yeah. Well, what, what was the tenor of these uh, these messages? It was just it was just all the same thing. Sand sent me here. Good. Okay. 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 Yeah, okay. It's very I positive. Sand. I am Sand. Look, yeah. we get a more distinct message to give to them. Uh, just hurling abuse at them in the name <laughs> no, of Sand. No, no, we no. We don't no want negative abuse. Okay, okay, no need okay, for okay. abuse. Listen, the, the 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 nature of the internet always t- t- it always trends towards negativity. That's anyway, true. we have to be the countervailing trend. We have to do that. We, we should we should just allow the scale as nation to, you know, just <clears throat> yell into the universe that we exist. Yes. That's all we're asking for. Yeah. Yes. You're saying saying, Hey universe, look at us. Yes. We are here. We, we the, are saying the nation, the scale is nation, is they're they want to distinguish themselves. They know they're a little bit ahead of the curve. They know that they're influencers in the space, and so they want to just call out. They want to sh- they want to show their pride. They want to say, "Listen, this whole independently produced CrossFit media thing. I was in it from the beginning. We're talking twenty." 20- 18, late 2017, you know? And now that we have all of these Johnny-come-latelys, all these carpetbaggers jumping on, they just want to say, hey, we're, we were there with the OG podcast. We were there with the OG content creators. It just makes them a little bit special. Absolutely. It sure does. Chase front-squatted 400 pounds. Guys. He sure oh, did. Shit. Oh, man. That segue was coming Yeah. You guys. Yeah. 400-pound front-squat. He's being... He said he's, I was going to do it, and I did it. 
Congratulations. Yeah, I feel good. He's like real fit. I have not hit my 500-pound back squat. No. But soon. It's going to happen. Like next week, maybe? Like six months. It's going to happen <laughs> before I get that muscle up, I'll tell six you Six or eight months. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, and I was whole gripping that bar, right? Like, like an idiot. Like an idiot. Like keeping because, his entire fist oh, on the bar. Yeah. Like he doesn't front I'm, squat with fingertips like a normal no, person would front squat. because I'm thinking that I'm an Olympic weightlifter competing uh-huh. at that level. So I need to work having good jerk position whenever I stand <laughs> up a front squat, which I don't have. No. Because when you whole grip 400 pounds and you have a tall, tall chest at the top and you collapse at the bottom, yes. you are now reverse curling 400 pounds yeah. to stand up. And uh, I nearly nearly broke my forearm. I yeah, think. the video was pretty fucked. Yeah, I so saw your, your your arms, your elbows did come very far in on the way on the way back up. But it's four hundred pounds, so I would say. Yeah, but thanks, yeah, man. if you let go though, you could really just sink it in behind sit all your shoulder muscles. On this yeah, front rack that I've been trying to build. Sit mm-hmm. them on those upper pecs. Yeah, you upper know. titties. Those uh, th- those upper pecs. They're they're the only area underdeveloped. You need to work on that. <laughs> Trying. Yeah. The and by area. the way. And by the way, Scalos Nation, chill the fuck out. I'm not competing with Chase <laughs> to see who's stronger. Chase is stronger. Let's not. Okay. I am very old and full uh, of injuries. So I just because blow a quad Wait 2019. When, by the way, it's just like, I, it's like, it's, it's, I love that you guys love the like fact we're that we're walking back from what the previous <laughs> conversation listen, was. Listen, I'm just saying like uh, the fact that I, I, I you, there's an Instagram video of me squatting 405 is fine, but that means that that's going to be like. Another six months before I even attempt anything that heavy again. I'm not at. I'm not competing. I'm not maxing out every week. I'm not doing the Texas blah or whatever the fuck he's doing. I'm just. I uh, periodically test my limits and then I'll like wait a year and do it again. Sort Scale of. Nation. If you want to see Kyle <laughs> blow his quad out, I uh, believe we should absolutely encourage Kyle yes. to destroy his quad. To again. To be fair, yes. the competition was in back squat and. They yes. unjustly targeted you on a front, front squat, squat video. That's true. It's completely different. Yes. And um, I mean, I could definitely front squat four hundred five. I mean, I know that. So <laughs> I mean, I just I don't have to prove that to anybody. Yeah. I just I know that here in my heart. It's I don't know for sure that I couldn't. <laughs> I have a really strong feeling that Cliff probably could. <laughs> probably. Yeah. He can strict press like. No. What two thirty five? I'm good from the sternum up. From the sternum down. Everything is a mess, and I don't just mean workout wise. Yeah, this is a good. <laughs> that's actually a good. That's uh, that's a good point. I'm actually pretty good from about like the sternum down with lifts. Any wow. lifts that involve sternum up, nothing. What if we just took your lower half yes. and connected it to Cliff's upper half? Yeah. I think that's how it was supposed to be. I think yeah. we were supposed to be one person, one baby, but it somehow got split and separated two years out. He got the upper body strength, and I got a sense of empathy. <laughs> 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 That's so strong. <laughs> Which he unfortunately did not get. He checks in with me periodically to ask how other people are feeling. So that's good. And he does all the bench pressing. Yeah. Nice, man. Uh, so actually, you'll find this pretty cool. We're moving. We just finished up the strength cycle. That was a max out for the end of the program. We are now moving into conjugate method. Oh, that's going to oh, be our next cycle. Yeah. I love the conjugate method. It's yeah. great. It takes forever, though. I, I really think that we all have uh, at at my gym at Yakaru that we're just kind of setting our sights on that next open. Like this open yeah. is fine; it'll be fun, and we're gonna have a good time. But 
I think the I think our focus is moving into next season. Conjugate mm-hmm. is legit as fuck. It's pretty cool. Um, if you do it right, it feels really good, but mm-hmm. it just it does take a long time. Like I, the last time I did conjugate for any real period of time uh, was right before I moved to Austin. So that was like early 2015, and I was doing conjugate for maybe two months, and it was like. It was great, but it was like two and a half hour training sessions every day. What is it that takes so long? Is it setting up all the equipment? Part partially, it's setting up the equipment. Partially, it's the the different accessory works. So, I was training. You know, so the way conjugate generally works is it's like uh, you know you have an upper body max effort day, a lower body max effort day, mm-hmm. an upper body dynamic day, a lower body dynamic day. And uh, unlike the upper body max day, for example, one week you might do, uh, you know, like a bench press to, you know, like two boards, right? So it's just like really working that upper portion of the bench press. Um, Another week you might do like a closed grip. So you like you wrote you rotate through these different upper body uh, max efforts. Same thing with lower body. You alternate between a, a squat and a pull every week. So one week might be like a wide stance box squat with chains. And the other week might be like you know, uh, a deficit deadlift, you know, whatever. So there's, there's just a bunch of different things. So, uh, getting those different things set up and having the variation between those things takes a little bit of time, but the real time was like, I was spending so much time on the accessory work. Cause you'll do, you know, two big accessory works, like three by eight to 12 reps, depending mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. what you're using. And then you'll do like one big, like uh like accessory set like a, something that's a set of 100 or a set of 150 or something um and all of that takes fucking forever and then if you add on top of that that you're going to do a little bit of conditioning or you add like a little bit of core work or you add a little bit of like recovery work on top of it it just ends up taking a long ass time mm-hmm. but it feels fantastic it's nice. like the 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 best i've felt training mm-hmm. not like lack of soreness just like big dick energy yeah, you know, yeah like yeah. you just okay. feel like a fucking monster nice. it's great it's nice. gonna be awesome yeah it's I'm really a lot, upper, never a lot of upper lot of upper pec soreness yeah lots of upper pec soreness so i just really enjoyed the variety yeah. i thought being able to touch a bunch of different types of movements constantly was really yeah. good i think the base uh of it is really within the uh the dynamic effort days and the mm-hmm. accessory work the max effort days are, are really good um you know, sort of like touching points, but the entire point of conjugate is that you never fail, right? Mm-hmm. So you never want to fail a rep, and, and that's a really cool concept of like you go into maxes in these in these different movements that you've never necessarily maxed before or haven't maxed in months, mm-hmm. and because of all the work that's led up to that point, you basically PR it and then move on, mm-hmm. and it is what it is. You just never until you're in a competition setting. You never push yourself to a point where you might fail a lift. I feel mm. like I've been low key doing the conjugate method for years. It's a though. great, it's a great way of working out. Um, yeah. The accessory work is also really, really interesting because it's meant to sort of tackle, um, you know, like sticking points. So, for example, you know, Chase's front squat was really fucking filthy on the mm-hmm. way up because his upper body like crumpled. Mm-hmm. So he might spend weeks doing variations of like upper back and core exercises mm-hmm. that are meant to stop that from happening so the yeah, next yeah. time he front squats 400 pounds it'll look a little bit better mm-hmm. once he gets that power belly going just big old absolutely eddie hall power belly big turtle shell there yeah. you'll be good yeah. to go do it yeah so yeah conjugates conjugates legit i yeah. fucking love conjugate i'm hyped 
Yeah, you should be. It's cool. It's awesome. Lots of bands and Cliff chains and, I, and shit. Cliff and I had that com- this conversation a couple of weeks ago. We were just talking about the fact that it was just like I, as a result of injuries and everything. We just spent the last several years lifting like 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 just obviously what is small percentages of what my max had was ever. And I think I've gotten to the point where I'm stronger, uh, you know, maybe now than I've ever been. But just never ever really maxing out. Never even doing anything that was like challenging in the two or three rep range even like even if i'm doing like i'm always hitting sets that i can solidly get like doing three when i know i can do five doing five when i know i can do seven and that sort of thing and just 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 kind of kept getting stronger and i thought well eventually you know once my injuries heal i'll just start maxing out and stuff again you know going for big five rep maxes big three rep maxes big one rep maxes and i never i still haven't done it like it's just like i just kind of just kept getting stronger always lifting in a comfortable space where um, i'm not where i'm all, where i'm always nailing the reps that i'm supposed to go in there and do that day yeah. so so what i'm saying is if, if you're maxing out at all anywhere stop there's no point in doing it don't do it everybody for fucking real yeah. i'm here to say don't <laughs> don't stop maxing out. always be maxing always be maxing wubba lubba dub dub existence is pain um yeah. Also, an, another milestone. I hit ten thousand followers on Instagram. Ah, yeah. Bam, 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 bam. And, and I'm imminently I, going to. About, be. I'm a few hundred subscribers away from ten thousand on YouTube, and I hit a million views on YouTube all oh, in the last shit. week. Yeah. yeah. Are yeah. you allowed to monetize yet? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, oh, I'm cool. monetized on on YouTube. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. It's been dick pics. It's been, it's been going great. Nice. You getting them AdSense? I think I misunderstood mm-hmm. monetized. Mm-hmm. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I was, one, I was wondering how you pay for that new rolls out there. So you yeah, that's, that's what it was. It was the YouTube mm-hmm. money. Yeah, it was, it was the big dick energy guys. from his conjugate system. It's finally happening. You, yeah. fin- you need to finesse that to happen, though, actually, because that is... I, I Athletes do it all the time. Noah has one. Matt Fraser has one. James A Rolls Royce? No, not a Rolls <laughs> Royce, but they have a car that is completely paid for by some local dealership. Because they go in and they're like, I'm so-and-so. And I know damn well these dealerships probably don't know who they are 100%. Yeah. Can I, I mean, get a car? That would definitely fit into my <laughs> fuck car dealerships mindset for the rest of my goddamn life. Uh, yeah. So yeah. Maybe don't go on record as saying that. Fuck car dealerships. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Well, listen, car dealerships. If you want to give me a free car on his behalf... I will try to get into as many videos that he posts as possible by driving it through the front of his house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, uh, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty happy about that. That different, you know, new milestone. Pretty pumped about it. Yeah, pretty no, cool. that's great, man. Are you going to do a celebratory 10,000 subscribers on YouTube video? Yeah, I'm going to do. I'm actually figuring out right now because I also got a uh, a giant pile of T-shirts from CrossFit. Uh, yes, the we should talk CrossFit about that, yeah. World Sanctionals t-shirts. Oh, yeah. There's like nice. two different designs. One of them is, it says CrossFit World Sanctionals uh, on the front, and on the back it has like a globe and the flags of all the different countries that are hosting sanctionals. Yep. And then the other one says CrossFit World Sanctionals on the front with like a little globe on it. And it's on like the a back, concert It's tea. like the concert tour. Yeah, yeah it has like the dates the and places and stuff. So um, I'm going to do a giveaway with those. I'm, I'm trying to figure out uh, exactly how to organize it, but hopefully within the next week, I'm going to get all those details out on YouTube and Instagram. We'll do different giveaways for each one of those. Mm-hmm. I think I have like 15, maybe 20 shirts. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be a bunch of people winning them. That'll be fun. Be um, and yeah, that's so finally we'll be able to get rid of, because after I posted about them, people were like messaging me like, how do I get them? How do I get them? And I was like, I don't fucking want them, so <laughs> that's how you fucking get them. <laughs> you guys can you pester me long enough. Yeah, you can have one. them. 
You're going to have them for sure. It's like, provide me the names of the 10 friends that you convinced to subscribe to the podcast and the YouTube channel, and you get one t-shirt. Bing. Let's fucking turn this. That's how you fucking do it. Uh, Venmo me $100 and I'll send you you your own t-shirt. Cold, hard motherfucking cash. Yeah. Cash Uh, talks, bullshit walks. That's right. That's right. Anyway. Listen, you'll be a pretty BDE move as... It'd probably be against a bunch of copyright laws, laws. but uh, we take those shirts and we make that the next run of sand shirts <laughs> and screen print <laughs> fucking dead baby skulls. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Then it's parody. It's perfect. Uh, I mean, you can do whatever you want. An awesome queen version of us. Yes. Like I love it. Oh, with our faces. I mean, it, it, yeah. already, it already has sand in it. floating. The CrossFit sanctionals. Yeah. Yeah. Basically there. We could probably replicate. I know enough cinematographers that who own their own gear. We could probably replicate that Bohemian Rhapsody shot with all four of us if we need official art for the thing. We could make that shit happen. That would be dope yes. as fuck. I that would be dope as fuck. Scale as Nation, what other famous uh, band photos or iconic movie images that involve four people should the four of us be involved in? We want to hear from you. Probably Abbey Road. Human yes. Centipede. Oh, there we go. Abbey Road would be good. Yeah. Is one of the... One Human of- Centipede. I missed <laughs> that. Took me a second to... Yeah, yeah. Yes, perfect. <laughs> Chase will be the evil doctor. Yes. <laughs> Chase will be <laughs> the evil doctor. doctor. Yes. I call middle. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you get the most love in that way. Uh, that's right. Uh, it just makes me feel safe. <laughs> 36 chambers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 36 well, chambers. Even. The movie. Fuck that sure. doesn't really involve four dudes, though, unfortunately. Just the Big Lebowski is the obvious one. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, we've talked about doing that in the past. Some sort of black metal would, cover would there. Would be the Nihilist? So the makeup. Yeah. You could be the Nihilist. Can I be the Jesus? Yeah, well, Cliff would be Walter Solchek. That's obvious. Yeah, of course. Uh, oh, yes, it would be Jesus. Yes. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, Armin would be Donnie. Because um, <laughs> uh, I, I never shut the fuck up about in and out So that's yes. true. Uh, yeah. And no you're work. the dude. Yeah. yeah uh, nice. could be the dude, actually. We're, we're recording right now. It's Sunday morning of the Super Bowl. So uh, I found out I found out the Super Bowl was happening like three days ago. Nice. So yeah, so that's happening. Uh, there has been a new episode of True Detective. Two, two, two new episodes yeah. since we talked. But we're running a little up against the clock here. Uh, we're already almost at like an hour and fifteen minutes. Yeah, I mean, we can give a brief recap. I don't know if I have like. 45 minutes worth of shit to say other than the fact that things seem to be going in kind of the same direction we thought they would be going in yeah which is i good. haven't seen the fifth i haven't seen episode five though the oh, one that they oh released okay, okay. Yeah. i haven't seen the new the one they released early well no, let's save it until we're yeah. all definitely caught mm-hmm. up. i did see episode four and i, I can't was... distinguish them in my brain yeah we watched them back to back last oh, okay. night so. okay that and makes i sense. can assure you i am definitely almost all caught up <laughs> so by that, have you watched any of them 20 yet 20 minutes into the first time <laughs> <laughs> perfect yes uh so yeah we'll we'll save we'll save the true detective talk for this this coming episode did you watch velvet buzzsaw not yet i just realized I it was on it velvet buzzsaw is available to watch yeah we should watch that too out. yeah oh was it last night it came out or friday uh, or? friday night oh, okay i need yeah. to watch and? it What's the verdict? I'm going to wait till you guys Yeah, watch. he should okay, wait. He should I definitely wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we okay. should definitely watch that and talk about yeah. it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll do next week. We'll have, because we're going to have a little bit of a break in the sanction events space. Mm-hmm. And since we talked about Fittis in Cape Town, we're not going to have to talk about that next week. Hell yeah. yeah. So we can talk a bunch of true detective shit. We can talk Velvet Buzz, Buzzsaw. We can talk, um, you know, whatever. Yeah. Big Dick Energy. Bunch of shit we got to watch. Yeah. Oh. oh. <laughs> anyway, then we're uh, cut off. Let's go ahead and get uh. Let's go ahead and get our 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 
uh, social media is out uh, there. I'm at Mr. Kyle Bogart on the most central Instagram account on the internet. I'm at Cliff Bogart on an Instagram account as well. You can find me at Chase504 on Instagram and Twitter. And you can find the show at Sand Podcast and me at Arm and Hammer TV. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. Really appreciate all the support. And uh, remember that tired is enough. Tired is enough. See you guys next time.